This portion of the show is brought to you by Zero Res of Northern Arizona. This is the Jeff Orvid Show. All right, welcome everyone. Mark Howitt's back here with me because we had a, a ton of stuff left over from the other day. Uh, Mark, off of his recent trip to Texas. San Antonio. San Antonio. The Alamo. Talked Alamo. about this the other day. Yep. It's been about uh, eight or nine days down there at the downtown San Antonio, right on the Riverwalk. That's right. They've got the Riverwalk. I didn't even yeah. know that existed until I drove through there a couple it's years gorgeous, ago. It's gorgeous. You know, I was like, this is in Texas? Yeah. It's pretty cool. It's pretty much restaurant after restaurant yeah. after restaurant, yeah. and it's all Tex-Mex. <laughs> it's Tex-Mex. <laughs> just picture like Venice, but Tex-Mex. There's no Asian food place. There's yeah, no, just Tex-Mex. Yeah. That's just Tex-Mex, Tex-Mex, Tex-Mex. That's all you get. And the Alamo, that's right. Yep. Right? Is that right, there? right there. Yeah, just a couple blocks away. Yeah, that was cool. We went through that a couple years ago, and yet, no, they do not have a, a basement. And I actually in watched, uh, in preparation for my trip, uh, some of the John Wayne um, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. Alamo movie. Yeah, <laughs> I do fun. that every time before we go to Tombstone. Yeah, watch, watch Tombstone. Tombstone with yeah. like Val Kilmer and <laughs> Kirk, Kirk Russell, Russell something. I don't remember, but... Yeah, that's a good good, that's a good idea. It gives I, you a little... Yeah, it gives you semi-inaccurate history, usually. Right. Uh, Tombstone wasn't too bad. A couple of visuals and imagination yeah, to go with yeah. it. Have you been to, the, did you go to any movies there when you were there? Um, I, I do want to see the Joaquin Phoenix movie, Napoleon, uh, but I've heard some reviews that, you know, maybe it wasn't the best. I, I love those historic I love uh, dramedies if they're the, semi-accurate. Yeah, just, they don't have to be, as long as they're not just wrong. Yeah, just totally wrong. Like, yeah. don't just make up. Stuff that's totally incorrect. Yes. Like yeah. Napoleon came back a third time or something. You know, you just yeah. don't. Napoleon's driving a tank. <laughs> don't know. Yeah. <laughs> kind of stuff like that. But um, yeah, I like creative stuff. You know, be creative with it. We don't know all the details. So, no. you know, the filmmakers can fill in some, from their imagination. That's fine. There's some art there. Yeah. I don't know what the guy's doing. I hear that's just a lot of, you know, extra sex scenes and things like that. Yep. Uh, this is a French Revolution and they were pretty yeah. ostentatious uh, at that point. That gets a little old, though, after a while, you know, yep. because you're like, okay, I get it. Yeah, yeah. I get you it. Make Move point. on. Now, is there other things we can do here? So, yeah, and then, we'll see. I haven't seen it yet. Napoleon's story is super interesting. Um, he was a short guy, which short guys aren't usually leaders. We talked about this, and I was wrong. I, I will confess. <laughs> did you hear us? We ripped on you. I, I bet you did. Because we were like, Mark said, nobody under uh, six foot has been president. Under six foot. And we were like, is it? Or Olivia pulled it up, and she's like, it's like half the presidents were under six so, feet. <laughs> the, where I heard this dad from, I didn't realize it was once it became. Uh, televised presidential debates, the president's average height got a lot taller and usually uh, over six feet. Okay. Back okay. in the day, you had a James Madison. He was like four, five foot four, which yeah. back then was actually a normal. Yeah, yeah. People height. were shorter. People were short back then. <laughs> but uh, So they claim. But nowadays, when you're on TV, the, the appearance of being taller helps you generally. Um, yeah. It could, yeah. You, I mean, Ken, well, way back, Kennedy, Nixon. Prove that yep. in the uh, six, 1960, ele- 60? 1960 election, yeah. you know, and, and the, the makeup. Appearances, Kennedy yeah. looked way better than Yeah, Nick. Nixon refused. To, and I think they were close to the same age, weren't they? Nixon just uh, looked, he looked ancient. He looked Kennedy like was Biden. He was like 140. Yeah, kid. Boy, how was, because Nixon didn't become president until 68, right? 68, he was VP prior to that when, yeah. under Eisenhower. So if, if history serves me Don't right. know how old he is. Kennedy was the youngest president ever. Yeah, okay, maybe Nixon was older. Uh, or he just looked older, I don't know. You know, we're, we're heading over to the, um, uh, speaking, because Nixon came from California, I believe. Sounds right. Uh, and yeah, of yeah, course, yeah. Reagan's from California. Sounds right. I go to San Clemente almost every year. He's from He's yeah, San Clemente. Yeah, San but San we're Clemente. going to, to Santa Barbara, which has the Reagan, Reagan Ranch. Yep. And Olivia got accepted to 
a thing at the Reagan ranch, like an anti-communism thing. Oh, nice. Which is good. Yeah. You know, there's still kids doing that. It's, it's these, these are encouraging things when I see the youth still interested. Like, yeah, I'll go do that. Like, yeah. you know, I, I'm going to forgo hanging out with my friends to go hang out with people to talk anti-communism for the weekend and hey. go see the Reagan ranch. Smart so, kid. Yeah. I'm going to go check out the Reagan <laughs> ranch and then maybe go up to Hearst castle. Yeah. Um, up north. That I think is in San Clemente. That's it? an interesting, yeah. Somewhere. It's, no, there. it's up north. Um, Somewhere. North of Santa Barbara. Yeah. Okay. So anyway, I'd uh, love to hear from you. Talk with Jeff at iCloud.com. Let's talk with Jeff at iCloud.com. Uh, hey, if you're thinking about selling a home, call Kelly Broadus with the Broadus Properties Group, brokered by eXp. So many people have done that and they've gotten the best results, get top dollar for your home. Kelly works really hard to make sure that happens as best as possible. She's got a great team around her. They're going to sit down, discuss your selling goals. Uh, you know, some people might go to her and say, yeah, this is worth double than what the market bears. Of course, mm-hmm. there's also reality checks from time to time. And that's where a good agent will come in and bring you to comps and show you, hey, here's what's going on in the markets. Um, call Kelly. This is who I call. When I'm looking for real estate knowledge and, and advice, I bring her on the program as much as possible. And if I was selling a home in the Flagstaff area right now, I'd call Kelly Broadus. Here's a number, 888-446-5602. That's Kelly Broadus at 888-446-5602. Or go, go get an instant valuation on your home right now, by the way, at northernarizonafinehomes.com. That's northernarizonafinehomes.com. All right, a lot of directions we can go. I do want to hit on the, the, the Disney thing. Because, you know, we talk a lot about these companies and how they've gone so woke and yep. what is the impact or the consequences, I guess, for, for doing that. Yeah. So Disney told investors, quote, our profits and revenues are, well, quote in a second. <laughs> Their revenues and profits are, quote, adversely there you go. impacted when our entertainment offerings and products, as well as our methods to make our offerings and products available to consumers, do not achieve sufficient consumer acceptance. Further consumers' perceptions of our positions on matters of public interest, including our efforts to achieve certain of our environmental and social goals, often differ widely and present risk to our reputation and brand. In other words, <laughs> yeah, translate that for us, Mark. Our climate junk, our woke junk, all that stuff is affecting our bottom line because customers don't really receive what we're doing. I'll put it in even more plain speak, you know, not CEO Googly Gook. You're pissing your customers off. Yes. Your customers like, I can't stand you. I really want to like Disney, but I hate what you're doing. Stop. You're destroying some uh, beloved American icon. You've managed to totally destroy it. Something that's been around for many, 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 many decades in a yep. short period of time because you people are crazy. Yes. Disney went from, <laughs> we just watched Swiss Family Robinson again. Like the old one? The old one. Did they do a new one? And they're like, they're on the beach. They're like, as soon as they're shipwrecked, they're like, let's pray. Yeah, imagine now. Like this is Disney. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Let's pray and thank God. And now it's like you're dealing with the transgender queer thing in your cartoon that you're just trying to take your kid to have fun watch a cartoon there and trying to indoctrinate him with garbage. Yeah. Yeah. Look, I I I I try to watch things with my kids as much as possible, and you know we're Star Trek, and it's obviously not a Disney product, right? But we're Star Trek um, fans. Yeah, Trekkies. That's that's the correct terminology. That's, that's, That's a Paramount product. Yeah. And look again, what you do in your life. You, you and me may differ on this, but that's up to you. I don't need it to bleed over into my life, though. For sure. I, I, I can't stand that. And I'd necess- I don't necessarily like to see 
uh, the, the couple, the traditional, you know, man and woman making out every three seconds on something. I don't like I'm, that either. I'm watching my kids. <laughs> like, so I don't want to see that. I especially don't want to see two dudes making out in your preview. So we're getting ready to watch a Star Trek episode, which is Star Trek. Right. Okay, sure. They're kind of communists and stuff like that, I, yeah, I, yeah. I would say. But it's it's fun. They have some interesting topics sometimes. You know, yep. one of the male characters actually did get impregnated by an alien. But, hey, it was an alien. <laughs> you know, I mean, this stuff happens when you're out in space, I guess, right? But, um, yeah, we're getting ready to watch it, and they have some new show on that, what, 60-second preview, right, before yeah. the thing goes on? And, like, really, five scenes of two dudes making out? I mean, what's your plot here? Do you have a story other than that? It's an agenda. And, yeah, and it's like, okay, come on. Again, I don't need to see the, the, the married couple, the, the I, guy honestly, and girl making I don't out. I see anybody making out. Yeah, I mean, it's just, like, there used to be a saying for this stuff when, uh, back, in, back in my day, at least. You know, if people were doing stuff out in public like that, you'd yell, go get a room. <laughs> yeah, seriously. <laughs> I guess they don't do that anymore, right? Yeah, so it's just, so they, they all have this agenda. I'm to the point. Uh, I hope the kids aren't listening. And it goes, you know, it goes to the same thing with violence, Jeff. Like, you know, yeah, you well, don't have you. You know, the guy's going to blow the guy's brains out yeah. in the movie, in the action movie. You don't have to see the brains splattering yeah. out. You know, yeah. You can imply what's happening. You don't have yeah, to show you, the details. You, you get so graphic that you're like, okay, I don't even want to watch this at, the, right. at this point. It's 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 too much. I get it. Um, but I hope my kids aren't listening. But I I bought some Star Trek seasons on DVD. Okay. Just so I can avoid all the crap. Right. I'm just like, okay, now I can just watch watch whatever I want to watch without having the commercial side of it yep. coming on at all the times. Yeah. Anyway, Disney's losing though. People are sick of it. Uh, they're doing stupid movies. Yep. They're rewriting the characters. The writing is not good. Yeah. You know, you don't need a Prince Charming anymore. You don't even need a dude. It's not family you know, friendly. Like it's, it's not family friendly. It's not even interesting. It's yeah. just boring crap yeah. and nobody cares. You know, when you get to a point where it's Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs and you can't say dwarf. <laughs> when that's the original story, right? I mean, come on. Let's Snow White stop being so sensitive. And the individuals, the short individuals. Yeah, the people. The the little people. Right? Nah, I don't you know? It's just it's just too much. So anyway, there um the quote I have here is this was the annual SEC filing that the CEO did. Mm-hmm. We face risks related relating to misalignment with public and consumer tastes and preferences for entertainment, travel, and consumer products. Mm-hmm. That, that you're putting out crap. You're doing crap that nobody wants. Stop doing it. Will they stop doing it though, Mark? Good question. Can yeah, they? So we're on radio, not this radio station, but a lot of radio across the country is owned by Disney. Huh? You know, <laughs> they're one of the top four players that own most of your radio stations across oh, the country. Great. You so know, Disney owns cruises. They own TV. Yeah. They've they got own streaming of, movies. Avenues. They're every avenue of media and outreach. Disney's got their hands into big. Okay. On that note, it's, it's always good to subscribe to my podcast. Yes. Because you just never know. <laughs> you never know. <laughs> and and I look up Jeff Orvitz and subscribe to the podcast because, you know, that's fully, fully controlled all the time. Station yeah. I'm with is great, though. They just they do a good job. You yeah. know, I think we accomplish that. I love sometimes. Podcasts. Yeah. Anyway, um, uh, Disney, uh, They, I guess you go to the park. This was in California. Haven't been there in a long time. But you know that uh, it's a small world, a little 
And it's a small world yeah, yeah, after yeah. all. The song that you're like, by the time oh, you're yeah. done, you're just Don't like, it. Get stuck ah, in my head. Yep. it's a small world. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, drove one dude crazy. He said, take off all his clothes and he was walking through the water. Oh, nice. Yeah, <laughs> that was, that was the other day. Now I don't necessarily fault. That's not a Disney thing. That's somebody who was, they said he was on drugs. And I was like, yeah, yeah. he's either on drugs or crazy. Right. So it's like, imagine that you're at Disney and it's like, you see him all running. There's a dude walking around naked. You know, the, the best advice I'm going to give anybody is watch whatever, watch stuff with your, yes. and then you, yes. if something weird comes up, you can talk through it. Yes. Don't just turn them loose with electronic devices, TVs, whatever. Don't do it, man. You know, be there with them. And if you're going to send them to public school, talk to them every day. What'd you hear? That was weird. Let's talk it through. Cause you're going to hear some weird stuff, oh, man. You know, we, people say we don't homeschool cause we send our kids to the Flagstaff Christian school. And to another private school here. But uh, we do homeschool. We do both. You have to. We send them to the Flagstaff Christian School. We send them to Mount Calvary Lutheran School. And we homeschool. Yeah. You know, today I was teaching my daughter Hebrew, of all things, my seven-year-old daughter. But it's not just that. It's it's talking about what they're learning all the day through. Let's talk through these issues. Mm-hmm. You have to do that. You yes. have to be ready. I know it's tough. It's never easy. You it's don't work. You don't want to sit down after a long day of work and this and that, but yep. you have to because you almost, if you're going to do the public school route or really any school, any school, every school you should monitor. Yep. But especially the public school, there's a lot of deep <laughs> programming that you have to accept that you're going to have to do. And, yep. and your kids will be strong and solid, even though they're, because I'm not the kind that likes to shelter my kids either. No, shelter is not good. That's not good because I no. want them, I, I'm like, see, you see what's going on there, right? And, yeah. you know, you explain to them and they're like, oh, okay, I understand. Versus somebody just tells them or some kid. You know, the friend tells them, oh, here's how the world works. And they think right. that that kid actually knows what the what the heck what they're, they're talking, talking about. about. Yeah. yeah. So um, I teach my kids things like digging. Yes. Hammering a nail. Yep. You know, I was, I was dig, dug a couple of piers down in uh, Camp Verde is putting something up, right? And I was just like, I was digging and digging and my kids weren't there. And I was like, I wish they were here digging. But no, yeah. they how to mix mud. Oh, yeah. You know, all that extra stuff that you just, you take them, you, you show them what hard work is. You do, yeah. And it starts out simple. I took my four and my six-year-old down to Sedona. We had a bunch of cinders to move. Mm-hmm. And uh, I just had them loading up cinders into a oil barrel. Yeah. Did they get stuff. a lot done compared to an adult? No. Yeah. But for kids, they did great, and they learned how to work and earn a couple pennies. And I open her on my tractor because Owen's able to operate that. I oh, do have nice. to put a brick on it for the weight sensor. Yeah. And, um, <laughs> you know, I think there's a big label, no, no, you know, kids should not operate. And it was actually, I blame it on me because I just stepped out there and I was right, moving something that he just dumped, and he swung it around. Ooh. And, you know, it, you got to be watching. Killed. And I, I was like, oh. Yeah. You know, and I was like, my fault, Owen. Because yep. I stepped into it and I should be aware, but as you as the operator, and he saw it, he knew it right when it happened. And I don't think Angela had heard about this. Hopefully she's not listening. <laughs> I um, shh, don't tell anyone. I said, you, you saw it, right? And, he, and I said, lesson learned. You always got to know your visual all around yep. because you have one bonk on the head and, and you're done. Yeah. That's a life lesson that turned out good. It did. But thankfully. <laughs> thankfully. And you know, how many times have you had those near? Oh, yeah. yeah no, incidents. I've, I've hit my house. Confession. I hit my house with the excavator. <laughs> <laughs> it happens. That's a life lesson. All right. Uh, let's get into um, the EV thing that we didn't touch earlier in the week, which is I think the peak maybe has happened as far, and this thing is really collapsing. I want to talk about that. I want to talk about your trip to Texas as well. Okay. Maybe some things you learned there. Um, biblical studies. Is that the correct yeah, word or a conference? Whole bunch of Bible scholars and other religions as well. Uh, they have people there 
talking about the Quran, Buddhism, all kinds of stuff. Uh, mostly, it was a series of about six different conferences together in San Antonio, taking over about three different hotels and convention centers. Oh, wow. Okay, so really we'll, a big deal. We'll sit on that in a few minutes. And if you got a comment, love to hear from you. Talk with Jeff at iCloud.com. All right, why don't you call uh, Dave at Fresh Roof of Northern Arizona? Uh, I did a new roof last year, and the costs have gone up dramatically, twenty twenty five thousand dollars on a lot of homes nowadays. Uh, Dave may have another option for you. You can ins- inspect your roof. Uh, there's a coating system that may extend the life of your roof by up to about six years, maybe send you, save you about 90%. Uh, call Dave right now, schedule an appointment, no obligation here, and free inspection to come on out and see what if the system will work for you. Rather than spending a fortune on a new roof, 928-301-9404. 928-301-9404 or go to freshroofofnaz.com. Back in a minute. Hey, if you're listening to the podcast, please give us a great review and also give us a comment in there. If you're not listening to the podcast, subscribe. Look up the Jeff Orbit Show. Also on video, Rumble, follow us there and on YouTube. Subscribe. We appreciate everyone who's done that. You're listening to the Jeff Orbit Show. It's a great time to head on out to Timberline Firearms and Training. Indoor shooting range, climate control. It's been pretty cold out lately. Uh, when you're there, practice your firearm skills, of course. Check out their safes. Check out their accessories, firearms, ammunition, uh, and much more. Uh, also, good gift idea here coming up. Uh, get your loved one a gift card. So they can sign up for one of Timberline Firearms and Training's great training courses, first time, uh, first shots program, uh, intro to handguns, all the way up to advanced courses, carry concealed courses, the stop the bleed course. That one's that one's free. You won't need the gift card for that, but buy a gift card, right? They're putting this on every month. Go to Timberline Firearms and Training, five minutes north of the Flagstaff Mall. Give them a call at 928-526-7900. That's Timberline Firearms and Training at 928-526-7900. Mark Howitt. All right. The, 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 uh, who's this? Democrat Connecticut governor, Ned Lamont. It was just a couple months ago he came out with this plan to electrify and go to all, you know, the EVs. I can't remember the exact time frame, but just like sure. all of them, they're shooting for 2030, 40, 50, whatever it may be. Mm-hmm. It was just a couple of months ago. He's now withdrawing his plan to mandate future electric vehicle EV purchases after the proposal received bipartisan pushback from lawmakers on a key legislation. That's from uh, Fox News. I think the dam has burst on the EVs. I think it's reached kind of that that peak, that high point, perhaps. Yeah, I really do think so. Uh, Tesla's having trouble, and they're the big. You know, they're one of the biggest ones. You know, of course, there's. EV makers in China that are supplying China that are really huge. big, yeah. But uh, you know, Ford, GM, these guys are losing a lot of money on their EVs. It's they're selling them at a loss, billions, trying yeah. to get rid of them. They're sitting on dealer lots, uh, and people are realizing EVs are just not a practical solution. You get a range of whatever it is, two hundred miles or whatever, and when it runs out, if you're not next to a charger, you're in trouble. You're in big trouble. You can't just go grab a gallon of gas. You've got to, you have to charge. And then, you know, you're driving out a diesel truck with a diesel generator in the back to back up to your EV car to charge it for an hour. (laughs) Uh, 
it, it just gets ridiculous. Yeah. And people are starting to realize, hey, we're burning fossil fuels. Anyway. Anyway. And it's no more efficient to run an EV vehicle. It's just moving where the pollution is. So, yeah, okay, maybe the pollution in downtown L.A. won't be as bad if you have EV vehicles there. But you're burning at the coal plant coal somewhere plants else. or the nuclear or whatever that you have to deal with. It's it's ridiculous. Yeah, I, I see it peeking out. Um, I, it's still going to be a big factor going forward because the technology is there and it's it's going to continue to advance. This was the critical mistake the politicians made. This was like Biden earlier in the week talking about him saying um, corporations are gouging people. The prices are high just because corporations say so. They should stop gouging people. That's that's stupid government talk. It is. This is, okay, EVs, you know, we're just going to do that. It's going to be zero emission because we say so. And, hey, Ford and GM and everybody, you're just going to gear up and do it. And then all these companies are realizing and quarter after quarter their EV divisions are losing billions and billions of dollars, yes. and they're lucky they have a gas division. Yes. Plus they would be bankrupt or receiving a government, no, government bailout, bailout. <laughs> which is more likely. Yeah, which I, I would say no government bailout. If these companies go broke because they listen to the stupid government politicians yep. and went the EV route and tried to force it, let them go broke. They don't yeah. deserve to be in business. You know, we bailed out Chrysler when it was in the 80s. We bailed out GM. Uh, back in the great financial yeah. crisis, yep. And there's, a, there's always startup car companies. Rivian, mm-hmm. Tesla was a startup. Mm-hmm. Yeah, somebody will replace them. Let them go bankrupt. Somebody will do a startup, get another company going. You're going to need cars. And yeah, it's, <laughs> right? You're gonna, despite what these, you know, uh, unicorn dwellers think, we're not all going to be walking somewhere. And you're a bike guy. Yeah. You know, we're not all going to be we're biking be around. Bikes. I mean, no. really? <laughs> no. Yeah. So it's, it's, it's I, like the airlines, you know, TWA, Braniff, uh, Oh, all the ones that went broke. The ones that broke. Yeah. It, it, it I wish we had created a disaster. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, it created more bad airlines, but that was well, the government kept them up. During COVID, some of these airlines should have gone broke too. Yeah. Because somebody would have bought up the planes and maybe we'd have better airlines now. Yeah. And you've had, you know, a JetBlue Jet popped up and a Legionnaire popped up. The planes yeah. don't just disappear. They don't just get scrapped. Somebody no. buys them. The assets are still there. They start there. a new business. Yeah. And yeah. they go. So th- let the... Um, let, let the free market work, the yes. invisible hand work, and it'll, it'll work itself out. But what I feel they've done is they've, they've damaged something that could be a good thing that could be really, could be pretty practical and especially, uh, urban areas Yes, with the EV because people go to work a half hour this way, half hour that way. It's fine. Plug it in overnight. Okay. So Nothing if, wrong with if that. EVs are so good for the environment, for whatever, why do you have to force anybody to make it? Yeah, exactly. Force anybody to buy it. If it's such a good product, people are gonna buy it. They're gonna gravitate towards a good product, and you that's know, I eat out a lot. What do I, I? If somebody makes a good restaurant, has fair prices for some good food, what's gonna happen? I'm gonna eat there. Yeah. You don't yeah. have to force me to eat there. Yeah. If you if you serve dog food that tastes like crap and you charge money for it, where it gets around pretty quick, and no one's gonna be there, and you're gonna be out of business unless right. the government's propping you up and. Providing the, you know, soluble green or whatever. If EVs are good, just promote how good they are with logic and good reason, Mm -hmm. and people will buy them. You don't have to force people to buy them. And when I say force people to buy them, you're, me and you and everybody else are getting taxed. Yeah. To subsidize these industries, so we're being forced seventy five hundred bucks to think, buy right? into the EV thing. Yeah, the rebate or whatever. The oh yeah, tax, tax credit. credit or yep. And there is uh, Chinese are huge EV producers. They're making really cheap EVs. Oh yeah, those are prevented from coming through all kinds of tariffs and this and that. Which yep. is, okay, that's that's fine. But if you uh, maybe I don't know, maybe they're making a better EV. 
Well, no idea. Maybe it's a piece of crap. The big thing with China, too, is they've invested heavily in Africa. So a lot of the cobalt that is needed yeah, they in the have the batteries, materials. they've got the raw materials. Yeah, true. Uh, good point. Good yeah. point. Uh, speaking of food, which you just mentioned, and this is a good time to mention food because I'm getting hungry and uh, you time to swing by Namarco's Pizza and get a great pizza. Get some great wings as well. Um, the Marcos Pizza's got three locations in Flagstaff. Voted best pizza in Flagstaff, best wings in Flagstaff. They've got their check out their uh, the buffalo bread too. It's like that cheesy bread, oh, really yeah. good. And I don't mention it enough, but Namarco's Pizza also has great lunch specials. Like under ten bucks, you can still get oh a slice, a drink, a salad, two slices, something like that. Yeah, oh, yeah. Nine, I do it bucks. all the time. You do that, okay? So yeah. and that's getting more and more rare. You know, my dad and I go out to eat a lot, and it's like fifty bucks. Yeah, 50, like lunch, you know. Breakfast. I'm like, maybe not 50 bucks, 30 something bucks. And you're like, ah, it's eggs. <laughs> so just wait, just go to the Marcos. And, you know, my dad and I need to go there a little more. 20 bucks, we'd probably get away. There, the Marcos and, is a good deal. Egg food. You don't even have to clean your own table. I'm like, this is. <laughs> yeah, they, clean, yeah. <laughs> they, they do all that for you. They do all that for you. That's, that's good stuff. Yeah, I, noticed, I noticed that a lot of places nowadays. It's like, you just, it's just like, yeah, dirty tables are now acceptable. Yeah. It's unacceptable on no. Marcos. They keep everything running really smooth. All right. And then order online as well. Namarcospizza.com. Back in a minute. Hey, if you're listening to the podcast, please give us a great review and also give us a comment in there. If you're not listening to the podcast, subscribe. Look up The Jeff Orbit Show. Also on video, Rumble, follow us there. And on YouTube, subscribe. We appreciate everyone who's done that. Listening to the Jeff Orovitz Show. This portion of the show is brought to you by Just Wireless. This is the Jeff Orovitz Show. All right, so give me some more info, Mark and Mark Howitz, with us on your venture deep in the heart of Texas. Deep in the heart of Texas. That's yeah. the song, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The stars are bright. So yeah, late that yeah, night. Yeah, yeah. That's what I heard on Pee Wee's Big Adventure, so that's the only time I remember that. The stars are actually a lot brighter in Arizona, I think. But Yeah, especially <laughs> as you get Texas, more yeah. east in Texas and you get towards the humid zone. Yeah, the humidity and, and the light sudden, pollution and you can't see anything. The sky's gone. Yeah, no, I went to uh, uh, the Society of Biblical Literature, the Evangelical Theological Society, Near Eastern Archaeological Society, learned a ton of stuff. Uh, one of the most interesting things somebody talked about was when one group persecutes another, you know, there's martyrs, and whether it be the Puritans and the Quakers or the Jesuits and the, and the Protestants, you know, whatever it was through history. And there's been a lot. And there's been a lot <laughs> and continues, continues to be a lot. To be a lot. Uh, you can take the approach of saying that group tortured us, you know, or, mm-hmm. or caused us to be martyrs. And you can name it, call out the group, and you can do this for, you know, people still talk about the Crusades a thousand years ago. Yeah. Okay, can we move on? Because digging up the past like that, Digging up the past, we're both married. Digging up the past is usually not a good thing. Not good. <laughs> not a good thing. Would not go that route. And so you can say, yeah, our people died as martyrs, but you don't have to keep laying blame after a thousand years on that group because that does nothing towards reconciliation. Yeah, it's like Hatfield and McCoy. Remember that? Yeah, the yeah. Few, the few, it's like then you get into the cousins and then, you yeah. know, I mean, <laughs> even right. more extreme than that. It's like yep. this happened to 90 generations ago or something. I mean, it's just, yeah. It, you know, when does it end? When is it in? You know, Israel and Hamas, okay, that's this week, right? Yeah. 
that's an issue today. But talking about, you know, in 1492, you know, the, the Columbus sailed the ocean blue, but also the, the Jews were kicked out of Spain. And you can keep being bitter about that. You can talk, you need to know it as history, but you got to let go of the bitterness yeah. and move on. And usually it takes, it takes typically, well, typically once the generation directly is connected, look, after, for a long time, there was obviously a lot of uh, animosity, hatred towards Japanese, for example. Japanese, yep. If you World were to talk to like <laughs> maybe our grandparents or even our, our great grandparents, and they're like, yep. um, I wouldn't even use the words that they were still using not too long ago, because they're still thinking, yeah, Pearl Harbor, Pearl oh, yeah. Harbor, yeah. right? People were alive still, and and I, yeah, I, I get that, and it, but then that dies off after a while, and you're like, wait a second, you know, Japan, the place where you know we get a Toyota from, and. You well, know, more that recently, we're close allies with, and it's more just recently, so Vietnam, Vietnam veterans were like, of, what do you mean we're going to have peace with Vietnam yeah. now and tourism? Yeah. Well, you've got to move on. And one mm. way you can change Vietnam now is you send a bunch of American tourists over there. They see our lifestyle. They are there. And, and right. Yeah. They're yeah. there. And they I, start to say, hey, well, maybe communism's not so great. Yeah. I, hey, I, w- I went there. I went there with yeah. friends like uh, 10, 12 years ago. I can't remember how long ago. And there was a lot of companies moving. And this is, I'm sure it's flooded now. It's flooded now because China's getting um, expensive, tariffed. Oh, yeah, yeah. So they, they're going to Vietnam. They're setting up all these factories. Still communist government, still jacked up in all those regards. Sure. But, but imagine that, thinking that in the 60s and 70s. Right. That this is where we were going to be. Yep. Um, so it does fade over time. Not that the memories should fade or the events should fade. I mean, we've the got. The history should not disappear, but the no. bitterness. You, eventually, needs that's to the work. I mean, uh, the Pearl Harbor Day is coming up uh, you know, December, December 7th, 7th here. Yeah. And it's like so long ago. I mean, it got so bad in World War II, not just the Japanese, but with the Germans. I, I used to have a German shepherd. They were euthanizing German shepherds. Just because that name German in it? Yeah. Yeah. Because it was. It was the German Shepherd. We've got to kill all these dogs. Yeah. Like the dog didn't I do anything. Come that. on. Yeah. yeah. So, so okay, that was a big element of this uh, event you went to, which yeah, was just one thing somebody one pointed thing. out to me. I was yeah. like, that's that's really a brilliant point. We've got to move on from the bitterness. Yeah, and, it's sometimes if it's an immediate thing, that's it's impossible because you got to take care of that. You're in a war. You're in a war. <laughs> You're in a totally unjust or, or crazy evil situation. Yep. Obviously, you got to take care of that, but. Do we hate Germans now? Right. Do we hate Japanese now? I mean, I, yeah. at some point, I yeah, you move on. I eat hot dogs. You know, we, we move on. But that animal, I mean, the, the animosity going on, especially in the Middle East, which I think is maybe what a lot of people refer to. Sure. It just keeps going and go, hundreds going and, and, and century, going. century, century. And it's just, it never seems, it's just ingrained into the DNA for some reason at this point. It is, uh, which is sad. Um, yeah. And a lot of it has to do with religion. Um, you know, we always talk about, you know, Hamas versus the Israelites or the Israelis. And, um, you know, trapped in the middle of that is there's a certain percentage of Christians in Gaza who sure. want nothing to do with Islam, nothing to do with Hamas, nothing to do with the violence, and they're just stuck. And you, you often forget about these groups that are, that are there, that, you that, are, there that are really stuck in the middle. Yeah, and, yeah. and you've been to Israel many times. Many I'm sure times. you've run into people yep. that are yeah. in that situation. When I was there in 92, long time, I can't believe it was that long, <laughs> 31 years ago, the... Uh, yeah. Gaza was still open. You could go in and out of Gaza really pretty freely. Yeah. And, and, it's, uh, and now, now here's when I went to, uh, I think it was, I can't remember. I'm bad with dates. Early two thousands. We went to Egypt mm-hmm. and I didn't know until I got there that there was a big sect of Christians there. There's a Coptic Christians, Coptic Christians that yeah. are, that are uh, throughout Egypt, small per, in, in comparison to the, to the Muslim population, the, the Muslim sure. population. but they're there. We went to, uh, there was, there are churches there out in the open. It's not like, yep. you know, they do live together. 
Yep. And they have for many centuries. They do. And there's, you know, you'll have, there's times of persecution. Of course. Yeah. Of course. But, uh, yeah, longstanding Coptic tradition. I yeah. Mean, it, some of the earliest Christians were in Egypt. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so it's so okay. So you got that. What what else? Because you're there for a week. Oh well, a lot of the other stuff was probably too technical for most of our listeners. Yeah, okay. Archaeological right. details and such that yeah. fascinate us archaeological nerds. And yeah, well, you go to Israel on archaeological digs usually once a year or, or as often right. as you can. Um, as you know, I'm I'm heading over to Europe here coming up in March. You are heading up uh, early March. You were early. Or late February, we're yep. we're planning on possibly linking up while we're over there. If there's some overlap, and yep. I was talking about possibly going to Israel, um, that's kind of all gone out. My whole trip has kind of changed because I have concerns about the whole area. Obviously, you actually have tickets uh, into Israel. I do uh, for 2024. Are they still? They're still are people out. still going over there? I mean, what's going on? Yeah. So I mean, obviously the tourism's way down and. I'm not even sure they could handle all the tourism right now. So what happens, you call up all these reservists and those are the guys working in your, whether it be your ice cream shop or your vegetable, you know, your basic food service, your hotel services, all of these people are called up. So there's no staff. You talk about a labor oh, shortage, okay. right? Yeah. So all your staff for all your businesses are now in tanks and in military artillery positions, et cetera. Um, what percentage is like in the reserve? Is that a large percentage oh, it's of enormous. the population? You know, so you could be called up at any time. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. And you can be called up until you know, about sixty years old. Really? Uh, yeah. Wow. Do you imagine so, that here? Yeah. <laughs> Most guys, you typically serve about three years mandatory, eighteen to twenty-one, and then you get about a month a year that you have to go into reserves, mm-hmm. and that trickles down as you get older because you know forties, fifties. They less, they want you less and less. You might have to go in for a week or something. Yeah, you get called up. It'd be a pretty desperate situation. But they've you know yeah. they've called up the the forty year olds and the fifty year olds. It's they've called up the numbers. Have been, I've heard everything from three hundred thousand to six hundred thousand people called up, and um, mm. it's it's an enormous amount of people. Yeah, that's that's it's amazing. It's it's crazy. Okay, so good event. That's that's good, especially going into um, and the Christmas season, shall we call it? Yep. Um, and people tend to think about this a lot more, I guess, maybe with Christmas coming up. Do they, they go to their annual church service? Yeah. You know, it's, <laughs> well, so in Israel for everybody, a lot of Bethlehem people for Christmas, right? And yeah. so Bethlehem is in the quote West bank. Yeah. Um, very Muslim village and it, it people flood there. And it, again, when I was there in 92, you could jump on the bus, go mm-hmm. to Bethlehem, come back. Mm-hmm. Now it's a border. Now you've got a jump on a bus, go to the border, take a taxi across the border. You're like, this whole thing. Did you see what they did in Bethlehem, though? Uh, recently? They, yeah. They took down all the Christmas decorations. Did they really? Yeah, yeah. I read I it about a week or two ago. They, um, they've been doing it for quite a few years because, obviously, a lot of people go over there. A lot of tourism. <laughs> yeah, right? Especially tourism equals money. around Christmas. Um, yep. They have... They're foregoing Christmas. Christmas is canceled, I guess, would, oh, be, wow. the, would be the correct wording. And they've taken down any of the decorations and all this. Oh, that's um, sad. Which is sad, but then also maybe if you look at it from there, if they're over in uh, Gaza, yep. it's on that side, you said, right? No, it's so the West Bank. Oh, West is, Bank. Is, yeah, not okay. Gaza. Gaza's I'm sorry. Uh, it's in the West Bank. Yep. They were cons- obviously concerned that there's going to be probably retribution. Yeah, and there's and, been a few problems. a few problems in the West Bank, not huge ones. Yeah, yeah, it so didn't far. flare up like. Yeah, you get a little flare up here and there. Yeah, but not full on like they first thought when this all happened. It was a concern, and yeah. which is why they called up so many extra reservists in case they had a three front war, 
West Bank, Gaza, and Lebanon yeah. all at once. And Lebanon, you know, it's Hezbollah. They shot a few rockets. They've caused a little bit of trouble, but none of the, the serious stuff they're expecting, thankfully. All right. Well, you keep bringing us those tidbits because I know you, you, you go all around on this, so good for you. Yeah. And I appreciate the knowledge you've shared with, with me um, on the show, but then also off the show. Um, I really appreciate that. Okay. Uh, hey, another food one here. Sportsman's Bar and Grill. Voted best sports bar in Flagstaff uh, many years in a row. So all your games, you can check that out. Uh, they've got the $4 menu. You can get great, all kinds of great meals, um, pozzoli, things like that. I'll tell you what else they got. What's that? You never mentioned parking. They have oh, yeah. parking. Plenty of parking. I go downtown. Yeah, plenty of parking. The places downtown, I can't even park. You go up to Sportsman's, they got plenty of parking. Yeah, I, whenever you have some things downtown, and uh, I'm like, oh, I gotta pay the dollar. <laughs> well, it's just for us. You're cold. You're trying to enter. You're like, oh, I don't know my license plate number. Yeah. I just want to go eat some food here and, and hang out. Anyway, uh, Sportsman's Bar and Grill has plenty of parking. Has plenty of great daily specials and uh, great drink specials as well. Stop on by just north of downtown Flagstaff, but outside of downtown Flagstaff with parking. Glad yes. you said this. Just We've never stressed this. Yep. Right there by the in the Basha Shopping Center, right there by the hospital. Sportsman's Bar and Grill. All right, hang tight. Back in a minute. to the podcast please give us a great review and also give us a comment in there if you're not listening to the podcast subscribe look up the jeff orbit show also on video rumble follow us there and on youtube subscribe we appreciate everyone who's done that this is the Jeff Orovitz Show. If you get a rock chip in your windshield, remember to call Diamond Auto Glass first because they're going to take care of that and stop it from spreading to the rest of your windshield, costing you a bunch of money. Uh, if you need a new windshield, they can help you there too. They've done that for me and Angela f- for many years. Uh, they work with your insurance company. They do a great job. Right there on 4th Street in Flagstaff, always call Diamond Auto Glass first at 928 928- 779-4140. That's 928-779-4140. Or go to thedifferenceisclear.com. Finishing up here with uh, Mark Howitt. Let me preface this with, we do not give legal advice. <laughs> we do not. You should seek your own legal. Co- you shouldn't listen to us. We're too, you're basically tuned into a conversation. Yes. And don't listen. But, but there's a couple of things. You were in a store and somebody was flipping out and they were swearing at each oh, other. This, and- was, this was the most ridiculous thing I, I have seen. <laughs> wow. I don't know if it was holiday stress or what. So uh, this gal and her daughter, her daughter was probably um, Olivia's age. Okay. And so they, they're at the entrance to the supermarket, and they've blocked the whole entrance with their cart, mm. so nobody can get in or out, yep. and they're futzing around in the foyer. Mm-hmm. And uh, I move their cart just out of the way, just enough to get in, <laughs> and the next guy coming in behind me, the daughter backs into him, Oh, and he just puts his hand out on her back to stop her, Oh, and the mother all of a sudden is screaming profanities saying you've molested my daughter oh. i'm like you've got to be kidding he thought he just did the like stop on the back like yeah, yeah and then on the shoulder on the shoulder wow and uh she's losing her mind cursing loudly up and down yeah 
And, uh, and he walks away from her and she's still cursing at him. And he comes back, back and he's like, ah, and just like, and then he flips out. He just kind of screams yeah. in her face and then leaves and just, uh, whew. I'm like, oh my goodness. Shopping in America. Shopping I mean, online America. sales are booming, booming and booming. Maybe that's part of the reason. <laughs> you don't have to deal with these people. <laughs> to, yeah, run so, into people, literally. <laughs> I remember from when I lived in Texas, it's illegal. You can always, and don't do this, it is legal to curse at a cop because it's free speech protesting the government. Okay. I don't recommend that. That's yeah. ridiculous. Yeah. A private person, you cannot use abusive language against a private person. If and, it's like threatening or what if it's okay, just like. So, so here's Arizona revised statute. 13-2904 for okay. fact-checking me. It's We're dis- going to have to get a lawyer on. Disorderly conduct. Okay. This is not legal advice. This is <laughs> what it says. A person commits disorderly conduct, and if they, it says, uses abusive or offensive language or gestures, a.k.a. shoot the middle finger or something, to Ooh. any person present in a manner likely to provoke immediate physical retaliation by such a person. Huh. So if, you, if you're cursing a person up and down, shooting the finger at them, and they're in, in such a way that it's likely that they're going to want to punch escalate. you or escalate yeah. the situation, you have committed disorderly conduct. Pretty gray. I'm sure that this one, this sounds like one of those old laws that's on the books that is like impossible to enforce. It's, it's hard I mean, to in this culture, you have lots of witnesses, video cameras. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, you drive down the road, people are flipping you off and it's like, I mean, it's a, he, should, um, he yeah, said, imagine that. Said, right. I guess if you're getting in someone's face and you, you know, and then, yeah, maybe that could lead somewhere. Yeah. And, and this, if, this lady, uh, and I even told her this afterwards, like, you can't do this. Like, <laughs> she started yelling at you. No, she started, I'm just like, I'm just walking away. But I'm telling you, you can't do this. Like, yeah. you just disturbed just the peace. A, take a breath. Take a take breath. A breath. You know, I try to do that out. more and more. Uh, it's hard. Okay. Just, Not giving just, legal just advice, but away. yeah, you do have to watch it. Because yeah, these things, it can escalate really quick. You know what I start? Because I used to be the flipping off guy in the car. Yeah. I'm, I'm willing to admit that. I've told you about this. Yeah. I've toned it way down. If somebody's really, 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 really irritating me, which is generally every time I drive, especially on I-17, <laughs> and they're doing something stupid like I witnessed the other day where they, uh, I'm in the left lane passing a semi at 75 and you know going up the hill, Yep. and there's a little space on the right, and they're trying to come cut in like a Phoenix on driver, right. I'm yes. sure, right? Yeah. And no, I'm just, I just kind of kept going. And I looked at the person I pointed and I said, no, 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 no. Cause we're about to, you know, you're going to kill yourself and probably someone else oh, yeah. here. Pass it on the right. Yeah. And then I, I then went in the right lane in front of the semi and this girl was driving like a maniac went by me. I did roll down the window and I just waved and smiled. Yeah. <laughs> I just, because then she knows it's like, you know, but to me, it, it keeps my blood pressure down a little bit, and I'm letting yep. her know that, okay, thank you. The Have way a nice day. Don't kill yourself. It, that is so much more effective than the middle finger, which is just going to escalate uh, things. Yeah, yeah. You look, you were you were born in New York, I think. Yep. As a, as a, that's like a, a, a way of driving. Right. Yeah, it's there. like saying hello back there. Yeah, yes. Yeah. You, you you have you have to you have to do that, or you don't. But if you're get in accepted. Texas, Arizona, in Arizona, in Texas, you might get shot. Right. <laughs> <laughs> just don't. Uh, I wish we could get the spanking, but we're we're out of time, Mark. Still legal in Arizona, but we'll see. Yeah, but but don't take our legal <laughs> don't advice. Take advice. That's a whole other show. I, I do have to contact uh, former Mayor Flags of Jerry Neighbors. It's been a while since he's been on the show. Yeah, he's a lawyer. We a should pile up some lawyer. of these legal ones. I know, and, and get to him. I've All right. got some ones, and we'll have to talk about this later for Arizona Game of Fish next year. I mean, okay, come on, put that on for next week. Put that on for next week. Mark, always appreciate it. Have a good one. Thanks, Jeff. All right, folks, hang tight.